This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. G'day Heat fans and welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of the Fired Up Podcast. Podcast for Heat fans by Heat fans. My name is Ben and as always joining me in the studio in the hot seat, partner in crime, Jack. How are you going, Jack? Benny, I'm stoked, ready to light up your day, Heat fans. Love it, mate. Mate, the countdown is on. Not many dates to go now. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's very close. It's exciting. Um, I can't wait. Mm. And I'm sitting here today in uh, my Brisbane Heat shirt. Uh, I thought there was a bit of an unspoken truce between between old Jack and me, but he's just here rocking a bit of a bit of a grey thing. What, what happened, mate? Drop the ball. I'm sorry I don't wear the same shirt every day, mate. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I didn't actually bring this shirt, and I actually arranged my wife to come and drive and drop it off at the uni. Really? That yeah. is commitment. Mate, it is. So shout out to Sandy there for the uh, go on the hard yards, which is great. Yeah. But today we've got another great episode leading into the season. We'll be taking a look at the whole Heat squad, previewing the first two fixtures of the season, make our BBL 10 predictions, and we'll finish with Jack unveiling his Heat All-Star squad. I'm still a bit self-conscious after some of your questions last week, mate. Got me questioning <laughs> if I had the best squad. Well, I'm a bit nervous now. You might throw it back at me. No, no, mate. You'll be all right. I, uh, they, they did a couple of days ago actually release where the votes are at currently, and I was reading through some of the comments in a bit. I was like, oh, geez, I left out a, a bunch of really good players. So, I don't know. We'll see how we go. But let's crack on, Jack, and have a look at the Heat squad. Yep. So, the first player we're going to look at is Benny Lachlan, who is the highest uh, wicket taker in BBL history, obviously at the Strikers, and now with us at the Heat. He's a big asset for us in the bowling. He, um, he's not the quickest guy, obviously, but he, he gets wickets, and he's fairly economical too. Mm-hmm. He's like the Energizer's Bunny, isn't he? Yeah. I feel like he's a real gauge. Yeah, absolutely. And I was watching some highlights on Twitter the other day, and there was a little package which we've shared on the, the old Twitter feed, yep. the uh, second post of the day, and uh, he takes an absolute scream, a bit of a caught and bold, so definitely check out that one. Yep. Um, so he's pretty exciting. But next up, we got the captain, Chris Lynn, Lynn Sanity. He's an absolute gun. Most sixes in BBL history. And Jack, guess how many more sixes he has compared to the next top person? I did know, but I, c I can't remember. What is it? He's currently got 60 more yeah, well, than the next best. So what's he, and what's he got? He's got 143. Yeah, true. Like, That's gee, ridiculous. I know. What's everyone else doing? Or is yeah. it just more of a reflection that Lynn's just an absolute gun? Yeah. Look, second on the list is Finch, just on, on, on a measly true. 83. Yeah. Um, he's also got the most runs in BBL history, but he's also, surprisingly, equal second highest ducks on six. So he shares that record with four other batters. Uh, ben Dunk has the most on seven. But yes, he's the captain of the Heath. He's absolutely unleashed during the recent Premier Cricket game. We mentioned the other day, 154-55 coming out of quarantine. Um, think he might be a bit of a strategy going forward. Let's just chuck him in quarantine before the game and then just let him loose and he'll uh, smack a couple of big runs. Um, but there's a little bit going around as well. He's going to take a bit of a different approach to his captaincy, a little bit more measured rather than all-out attack and really getting his emotions under control. He was just mm. thinking sometimes he got it maybe a little bit differently if he had his time over. So it'll be interesting to see how he leads the team this season. Yeah, not many people talk about the heat without talking about Lynn, that's for sure. Oh, 100%. Wait, he is he is the heat. And <laughs> it was interesting. I used to work at the Victory Hotel as a yeah. bartender. Yeah. And uh, the, the bar supervisor, Mark, shout out, Mark. I thought uh, you were going to say Lenny came in every night, had a yarn. Oh, jeez, mate. I wish. But... <laughs> 
Mark, he, uh, this was, oh, it would have been like 2009. Yep. And he, he goes, oh, mate, Benny. He's like, oh, do you, do you know Chris Lynn? And I'm like, no, don't know, mate. And he's like, oh, he's coming in tonight. I'll introduce you to him. And I'm like, right. And, he, and I, so I met Lenny. He came in. Oh, he's no. like, oh, yeah, how you going? And I was like, yeah, good, mate. And uh, Mark turned to me and he goes, oh, mate, he's the next big thing. And I was like, yep, yeah, tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> and like the next 10 years, he's just been absolutely cracking on. So uh, exciting times. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you wish you had your time over. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that is funny. Yeah, failing at life. <laughs> but who's next, mate? Mitch Swepson, the, uh, the the star leggy. He's been through the ranks of uh, of Queensland in the heat for a while now, and mm. um, it's his time. I know they say this every year, but he's. I think he's going to stand up this year. This is a big season for him. He's knocking on the door of Test cricket. I think there's there's a lot of people saying that if Australia goes with two spinners in a in a Test, then he would be the other one. Mm. Um, but he's going to miss the first little bit with a bit of a Australia yeah, um, that's it. games, which is a bit of a shame, but I'm sure it, uh, other people will get opportunities too, and it's, it's great for him that he's kind of progressing his career. Yeah, well, um, we'll talk about the other leggy in a moment, but he's not a, he's not a bad um, other option. Mm. Excellent. Well, I've got uh, Joe Burns is next on the list. He's obviously in the Aussie squad. He's expected to play a bunch of the upcoming tests and Australia A Tour games. So it's a little bit unseen how many games he'll be lining up for the Heat. Um, but he's the fourth most games for the Heat, cracking the 50 last year. And we all know what he can do, so probably not too much more to add there, mate. Yeah, that's right. And then um, Marnus, the, he's, the, he's the star of Aussie cricket at the moment, you'd have to say. The Especially gold, the test the, format. Yeah, the golden child. Um, I think he's playing all, all three formats for Australia, but his his um, T20 average is only 12.12. Mm. So he'll need to stand up this season. He's got a strike rate of 100, which is is not the best in T20 cricket, but um, he, he can definitely score runs and he'll be a big player for the Heat when he's there. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. If he's if he plays, yeah, I mean a strike rate of hundred though is a bit snail pace, isn't it? Yeah, well, but he's got strength in the other. Areas. You need someone to steer the ship. That's right, that's right. And I mean, he's he's he worships uh, Steve Smith, so hopefully a bit of that's running off, rubbing off on him as he goes along. Mm. Um, next up, I got Majib. Is that he says his name? Uh, uh, I think so. Yeah, sounds good. Hopefully he'll give us a call one day and he'll he'll fix <laughs> me up if I got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, but he's a uh, Afghanistan. Spin bowling prodigy, you know, mm. ripping out the uh, right arm off spins. He's, he's ICC's number two ranked international T20 spin bowler. Uh, so that's a pretty good uh, pretty good accolade there. And, and season number three with the Heat. In his first season, he had the league's best economy rate at about six. Um, and he has just a tight economy rate in general over his two seasons here with 6.09. So he keeps it tight, but he also picks up a few wickets. And he gets a bit of turn too, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. I mean, I actually haven't watched too much of him. I tried to watch a bit last year. Yeah. But what did you see of him? Yeah, well, I just I just like spinners who who can spin the ball. Mm. There's not too many going around these days. You got your Chris Greens for the Thunder that just whack oh, them in. Right. Yeah. I know. It's just like <laughs> slow pace. As much as I love Chris Green, he's a top fella from what I've seen, but... I love my spinners that spin. Yeah, well, it makes it exciting, doesn't it? Like it You does, feel like something's yeah. going to happen. Because yeah. even if it doesn't spin and it goes straight on, it's just as bad as, mm. you know, for the batters trying to deal with that. But it, he also made history in his debut on the 19th of December 2018 with 27 runs, which is the most runs ever by a number 11 in 2020s and in the history of the BBL. And he almost top scored that game too. Chris Lynn just pipped him yeah. at the post. So, um, you know, that wasn't a great game, to be honest. But, you know, pretty special times for Majib. 
Yep. And Maxi Bryant, the opener, the young bash brother, he averages 21.81 in T20s. He's got two uh, T20-50s and with a strike rate of just under 150. So he's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, he definitely uh, tonks it a fair way, doesn't he? Yeah. Comes out all aggression, which is good when you're opening up. You need someone to be setting the pace. But Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can go on for a few big scores because I think last season he got a he got a fair few starts. Like you say, comes out, hits the ball big. Mm. But um, he hasn't been able to carry on with it. Yeah, mate. Tommy Banton, the other big opener. English <laughs> import with lots of hype. Uh, you know, his first season was last year and he absolutely lit it up. Three half centuries, team high strike rate of 176, and he raked up 236 runs. So he was really exciting. I think everyone was really getting on board with him. Uh, most people will remember him for the second fastest BBL 50, scoring it off just 16 balls in that rain-affected game against the Thunder. Pretty much just put them away pretty early, uh, which was great. But he's going to miss the first few weeks in quarantine as well because he's part of the squad yeah, over he, in South Africa. He'll be massive when he's there. Mm. Well, he's just an excitement machine. Yeah. Like, he's one of those players that you'd go and see, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. Who you got next, mate? Uh, Sammy Hazlitt, who we talked a little bit about last episode. He's a real... Um, sort of grinder, gets gets some runs. He's he's been in and out of the team a little bit, but I love this guy. He um he's got an average of sixteen and in T twenties and a strike rate of one twenty five and I reckon he's gonna have a great season. So what do you look at, mate? Like do you look at average and strike rate? Like where where do you kind of um set your rating for, for batters? I mean I think it's a mix of both. I yeah, I I think if they've got a good average and a and a decent strike rate, then I think you're always happy with that. Yeah. What do you reckon's on par for for batsmen these days? For an average? Yeah. No, no, not for average. For um for strike rate. Oh, strike rate. Um, I don't know. It seems it seems like one one forty is is um around what the the big hitters seem to get. Yeah, yeah, that's like a pretty solid, you mm. know, somewhere one forty one fifty for the big hitters, and then. You know, I think that Sammy Heaslett's probably about on par with that strike rate of like 125 for the type of role that he plays, hey? Yeah, I think you have to be getting over 100, obviously. Mm. Um, and do you reckon he's going to be up the top of the order there again? Because he's, he's, they've uh, experimented a few times with, with Sammy opening and, you know, coming in at different positions. What do you reckon he's going to be doing this year? Yeah, I think he's decent um, opening. It'd be, uh, I think it's a good mix, him and Max Bryant, a bit of balance, Um but he's good. He's good down the end of the order too. I think it'll just depend on who's in the team. Yeah. Obviously, when Tommy Bampton's there, he'll he'll probably open. Yeah. And maybe it's just a a wait and see. See who's in form when Tommy Banton gets over, and you know how we approach that really. Yeah. And Sam will have to bat well too because there's if Joe Burns, Marnus are there, then mm. Sam might not um, be in a team there. But if he if he comes out early in the season and bats well, then and I think he'll definitely be in the side in the back half of the season. Absolutely. So, you know, the opportunity is there to be taken, really. Yeah. Uh, the next we got Matt Kuhneman. Hopefully I said that right. Left arm spinner, a local Gold Coast boy. Loves to hit the beach, apparently. Um, former Australian under-19 player to Sri Lanka. Um, and he's, he's had a pretty solid outing against uh, Valleys recently in the Queensland Premier Cricket. A couple of weeks back, he got three for 23 off his four overs and also knocked over... Usman Khawaja, um, who, is he still the, the Thunder captain? 
Old Uzi? I'm not sure. He That is very likely. I think he might be. Yeah. But, I mean, he's a solid batter. He's a solid T20 um, batter. He, he yeah. got off to a good start in that game, too. He got about 33. So, it was a big, big wicket for Matt to pick up. So, he's going in with a bit of confidence. Um, I was thinking there a little bit with, you know, Swepson being out for the first couple of games. He might be putting his hand up for selection, potentially. Um, but it'd be great to see him, you know, around the traps if he gets the opportunity. I think he's going to stand up if he gets that chance as well. Yeah. And... Um yeah, and then Jimmy Pearson, he's um, another, he's obviously the wicketkeeper and very handy behind the stumps for the heat and pretty pretty good with the bat too. He averages 19, which is decent. And he's one of those guys, again, like Sam Hazlitt, that we're probably not quite too sure where he's going to bat in the order. Mm. Could be he, he's open before or he could um, bat in that conventional seven spot for the heat. Absolutely. He, I probably can't see him batting where in between. I think it'll either be him opening or six or seven. Well, opening with Jimmy. No, I see Jimmy either opening or batting at six or seven. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Max Bryant. Yeah, well, I think it's probably more likely coming in. I can't you know, see him coming in order. at four or five. Oh, no, no. We've got way too much way too much power in there. Uh, you know, he seems to bat pretty well with the, with the tail as well, um, you know, in that back end. So, you know, locking him in. But where do you, do you know, do we know where he sits in the... All-time games with the Heat? Nah, I wouldn't know. He he's only been the regular keeper for a couple of years, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, I was looking at the the All-Star stats the other day when yep. I was kind of reconsidering my team. Thanks, yep. Jet. Um, and I was actually surprised. He's third most games. True. Yeah, sixty. Only Linny and uh, Ben Cunning's got more. I have a feeling he played a, a few as as just like a batsman. Yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's got a few under the belt. So he's a, he's a veteran on the side, and it's you know exciting. He's going around again, mm. continuing to to perform and adding some handy knocks down the order. Yep. Uh, and last on my list, we've got uh, Mark Steckity, eighth season at the Heat, right arm fast, country boy out of Warwick. A uh, bit of a shout out to Linda Bunch out at Warwick, uh, otherwise known as Mrs Netball. I uh, did a bit of work with them while I was with Netball Queensland. Um, but yeah, so country boy through and through. He can be a little bit expensive at times, but is a wicket-taking threat. Um, you know, with the loss of a couple of other boulders, I think, you know, the opportunity is there for him to step up again. Mm. Um, he's been in some pretty good form with the, the state team as well, which is which is good to see. So hopefully that kind of translates through as well. And, you know, every now and then he kind of chips in with a bit of a, a handy knock, um, you know, a couple of quick runs and those kind of things. So some exciting times again for him. Yeah. Did you have anyone else on your list, mate? No. Oh, there's those three new guys. Do you want to take us through them? Yes. Just been announced. Yeah, yeah. We've also got Lachlan Pfeffer. He's a uh, batsman, but also a wicketkeeper. Local um, boy from Laidley. Laidley, yes. I think Jack Wood's also out that way, isn't Oh, right. I yeah. Think I think so. Think. Yeah, when I was reading the, the little article, which is exciting. And Simon yep. Malenko, the veteran, spent a couple of seasons down with the Hobart Hurricanes. Um, they're all coming in as squad replacement players while some of those Aussie players are away. Yeah, I, I met Simon Malenko in that game I was telling you about the other day where I watched... Um, who, who was it I said I watched play? Jeez, drawing blanks. Anyway, he um, at that Cricket Australia 11 game in 2015, oh, yeah. Simon Malenko was playing, had a chat with him on the boundary. Oh, nice. What top, was the chat top about? Fella. Yeah, he was asking us if we'd um, finish school for the year. All <laughs> <laughs> right, right. What we're up to on our holidays. Yeah, what did you ask him though, mate? That's what we want to know. Yeah, just said, good, good game, Simon. Doing well, mate. <laughs> right, so you had him, he was primed, he was asking yeah. you questions and you were just starstruck. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I, I watched his debut on TV in the, um, in the one day, uh, the domestic one day competition. He scored a 50. 
Oh, nice. Queensland. Yeah. That was a fair few years ago now. Yeah, I mean, I really like him. You know, mm. every time I've switched on and been watching the Home About Hurricanes, he always seems to make some, you know, handy little contributions there. So it'd be good to have him back in Queensland, back in local colours. For sure. Um, and then we've, you know, obviously last week we talked about some of the other ins or the new players, you know, James Basley, Xavier Bartlett, Tommy Cooper, Lewis Gregory from England, Dan Lawrence, who's covering uh, for Tommy Benton while he's out. More name Morkel, the big tuna, as I call him, or Snorkel Morkel, as uh, Jack affectionately calls him. You know, he was actually pretty good. We didn't mention this, but, you know, as a domestic pickup, you know, yeah. we don't even have him as an international because he's recently got uh, his, I think it was permanent residency in Australia. I think his, his wife might be uh, Australian, uh, but that's pretty exciting. So it's good to welcome, you know, him to permanent residency in Australia. So it's great to have him in the team, but also Matt Williams and Jack Wildermuth as well, um, forming out the rest of the squad there. Now heading into the, the next section, mate, we're going to look at a couple of the games that are coming up. So first off the rank, game two of BBL 10. It's when the Heat kick off their season against the Melbourne Stars. It's going to be at Manuka Oval in the nation's capital. 6.15pm Brisbane time and you can catch it on Channel 7, Foxtel, KO or through SEN Radio, I think it's, you know, 105.3 a.m., yep. something like that, um, mm-hmm. in Brisbane. Mate, do you, do you have a uh, Brisbane Heat membership? No, I don't. No? Not have, this you, year. have you looked into it? Um, not as of yet, have you? Yeah, yeah mate. Yeah, I've, I've locked you myself got, you in. You got one? Yeah, mate. This is like, I'm not joking when I'm wearing my shirt. And is, that, is that a new shirt? No, no, this is like 2014, 15. So you got a membership for all the games? Uh, no, well, it's a bit different this year. So oh, okay. I got a, because they're not sure about what was happening with COVID. So yep. they sold like a digital membership. So it was only 35 bucks. But you got 20% off, no, not 20% off, 80% off KO. Okay. So I'm probably going to be watching most of my games on KO uh, this season just to make the most of my money. But, uh, so you get a membership for, for watching it on TV. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then you also get 20% off tickets. Oh, okay. And then 20% off merch. That's decent. Yeah, it's not Are bad. Are you going to take that up on the tickets? Yeah, we'll be going to a couple of games, I'm thinking. Just trying to scope out when I'll be going. Uh, Try to do the cheeky and, you know, order more than one ticket with my membership. Being yep. like, oh, I'll get 20% off everything. But yep. uh, no deal, <coughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, I probably I think I logged in about six or seven times and it just didn't work either time. So yeah, true. I was thinking about email and membership, but anyway, I digress. Head to head, the Heat leading that eight four. Thank goodness, uh, the Heat only one team, which is the Heat, has passed two hundred once back in BBL 07. Uh, the top scorers head to head, Stoinis at number one with two hundred seventy nine runs total of his nine games against the Heat, and Lini leading the way for the Heat with two hundred fifty six runs of his 10 games. Most games out of the two teams, who do you reckon, mate? Um, Take a guess. Shot in the dark. Who's going to win? No, no, no. Who's, who's played the most games between Who, these who's teams? Won, who's won the most? No, played the oh, most. Oh, what player has played yes, the most? Yes, which player has played the most? <laughs> so, um, Chris Lynn? No. Oh, ben Cutting. Ben Cutting. Oh, but cool. he's gone. Lenny's going to equal cutting. that record. Yeah. Ben Cutting on 11. So, um... And what are, your, what are your thoughts, mate? Where do you reckon Lenny would finish in the uh, for strike rate in these teams out against of, the Heat? Out of the two? Um, no, 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 just in general. Like, do you reckon he'd be like, you know, top five, top ten? Between the two teams? Yeah, no, just against Lenny against the Heat. Oh, no, Lenny against the Heat. Lenny against the Stars. Oh, okay, in the games. Yes. Yeah, okay. What do you reckon his strike rate is? Um, I'd say, yeah, you have to be big. I'm, I'm going 150. 150. 
Jeez, I don't know what it actually is. But he's not in the top 15. Oh, true. What a joke. He must he must um, suffer against the bowling of... <sighs> Maybe his hamper. Gets distracted by his mullet. <laughs> yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Uh, Bowling-wise, um, you know, Swepson has the most wickets. 14 wickets uh, when they're going head-to-head. An example with nine. Mm. You know, a real key player to watch. We mentioned Stoinis has the, uh, the most runs between the two teams. But... He's got the fourth most wickets, second best bowling figures of four for 21, strike rate of 154, highest score of 99 in that loss where they were chasing 206. Uh, but he's a little bit injured at the moment. So we'll see what he ends up coming back with. But they have an absolute star-studded uh, squad, which I'm just trying to bring up here because I remember there was something that I was supposed to do. Oh, yeah, they they are the, the stars of the competition, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Mate, and they have been for a long time. They've been uh, bridemaid, but uh, never the bride, um, unfortunately for them. But they've had a big loss. Johnny Bairstow has actually withdrawn. Oh, wow. Which I thought he was a, uh, a massive pickup. Um, I can't remember who they got, but it, you know, one of the West Indians is their international. Uh, mm-hmm. Quite a character by all reports, it seems. But, you know, captained by Glenn Maxwell, Hilton Cartwright, Jackson Coleman, Nathan Coulton-Nile, pretty solid, Ben Dunk, Seb Gotch, Liam Hatcher, Clint Hinchcliffe, Dilba Hussain, Zahir Khan. Was Zahir Khan that, like, took the league by storm last year? Yeah, might I'm pretty sure it was. Mate, he was so exciting. Like, whether or not he was doing an inappropriate send-off or just blasting down at, like, you know, a million miles an hour. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty solid. But they've also got Nick Maddinson. Uh, who else? Uh, Will Baskowski. hope I said his name right. Billy Stanlake. So it's a battle of the big men. Uh, Marky Stoinis and, obviously, Adam Zampa. So it'll just be a lot of those. They got a, 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 they got the big name players, but a lot of them are out for for a bit. Yeah, exactly. And I think you know that'll be a little bit of a concern for them. But when they're actually getting into the heat of the summer, where you've got you know no more T Twenty internationals, no more ODI mm. ODIs going on, majority yep. of their squad are going to be there. Yep. You know because you don't uh, you know you know most of them. Oh, you know Will Pitskovsky might um, jump out, but the rest of them I think might be available. Obviously, the international players seem to jump in, jump out every now and then, but I didn't look into whether they'll be coming or leaving. Yep. Um, but I still think they're pretty solid. I was listening to the, uh, the um, was it the Unplayable? Yeah, the Unplayable podcast. Yeah, uh, and Zamps was on there and, you know, he's locked in finals. Whether yeah. or not they win or not, he's like, yep, yeah, definitely making finals. But now with Johnny, ba- uh, Johnny Bannister not there, I'm a little bit like, oh, you know, not as invincible as I first thought. Yeah, I can't wait to see him not make the finals then. Oh, mate. Watch Zampa cry. That'd be the highlight of my year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the tears would just run down his mullet and just uh, do yeah. an absolute jump. That is the dirtiest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It really doesn't float me by it. But You're not a fan of the mullet? No. Gee. Uh, well, not his. Well, I don't know. Every now and then, but just, I don't know. He just, he's got the headband too. I feel like too. you might upset a lot of listeners. Oh, oh geez. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I mean, there were some pretty killer mullets today at the school I was at, which was, was um, which was interesting. But he's got like, anyway, let's not go into here. Um, <laughs> As well, in, like teachers with mullets or just kids? <laughs> no, kids. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was always interesting. I mean, unless he's doing it for a cause. Yeah. That's a different thing. Um, if he's got a mullet for a cause, um, then that is a okay. I've never mind. heard of that mullets for causes. Well, I reckon. Is it uh, like Movember? Yeah, it'd be like Movember. It'd be like yeah. a men's health. But thing, he's had it for a long time. He has, yeah. But maybe, you know, who knows what he does. But Zamp's the kind of guy who seems pretty self-confident, so. Yeah. Um, Last time they met, 25th of Jan, earlier this year at the MCG, the Heat, 5 for 186, defeated the Stars, 71 as we knocked them over for a measly 115. Mm. The top scorer, man of the match, A.B. de Villiers, made 71. 
True. But he was knocked over in the last ball. He had a strike rate of 191. Mm. Manus had a little cameo with 24 off 13 and two sixes in the last over. And we absolutely spanked T20 deputant Dilba Hussain, who went 22 off the last over. So Manus cracked him for a couple of sixes. AB cracked him for a six. And then he got AB on the very last ball. True. Um, best bowlers for us, Swepson, 3 for 31 off 4. Majib, 2 for 11 off 4 with an economy rate of 2.75. Yep. Jeez. That's uh, pretty solid. And James Pattinson, 2 for uh, yeah, two for 17 off 3 with also a really solid um, economy rate. The other thing is 55% of the runs in that game for the Heat have uh, left the club. So um, not looking pretty. Uh, but it was a solid win, so hopefully we'll be able to do it again. My prediction is, I had written down the stars, but I'm switching it. Glass half full. Yeah. Heat, going to start the season with a big win, especially with the stars maybe missing a few of those, you know, Glennie Maxwell and Adam Zamper and a couple of their top players who will be, you know, the day before finishing their last T20 International, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, so, you know, we might get them while they're vulnerable. So I think it's actually a great setup for the Heat to take advantage of that. But that's a wrap, mate. What are your thoughts on the uh, stars? Yeah, line up. I, yeah, I think the it'll be it'll be an interesting game, but I think it's if the Heat was going to verse them at any time, now's the time. Now's the time. Lock it in, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, you beauty. Awesome. All right, mate. Who do we have next? Were you going to take us through the microwave, or was that the microwave you just? Did? No, I was. Okay. We, were, we were thinking of reheating a game, yep. but uh, it got to about nine thirty last night, and I was like, oh, that's no, all good. Have to but pull up stumps. Just for our listeners. So I think that game you just went through last game pretty much was reheating that game, wasn't it? Oh, well, you, I guess it you was. took us pretty in depth. Yeah, mate. You so can, here uh... we go. Here's our. Oh. Put the time in the microwave. Oh, jeez. Then um, you're gonna turn it on. Fire up the microwave. Oh, jeez. Mate, it and was um, well cooked. Yeah, well, you definitely took us through the stats very <laughs> thoroughly. It's just about done. There we go. <laughs> How good is that? And um, maybe I will reheat next time. <laughs> so the other game that we have this week is against the Sydney Thunder, which is um, another big match for the Heat. Obviously with Usman Kawaja, the Queensland um, captain, also the captain of Sydney Aussie. Thunder. This game is on Monday the 14th of December at 6.15 our time at Manuka Oval. It's getting a bit of... Um, a uh, bit of business, isn't it, Manuka? Mm. Bit of wear and tub. Yep, the bubble. Yeah, mm. had the one day there, and now the the T twenty. Absolutely. And um, so that game will be on Seven Fox and Ko on TV, and I'm sure you can listen to it on the radio too on SEN. And do you want to have a stab in the dark, or maybe you know what the head to head is between the two teams? Uh, I would love to, except the fact that I've got it right up in front of me. Ah. <laughs> See them, mate. It's eight two to the heat. So you had to bunny. <laughs> make sure we got it right. Yeah, mate. Are they our bunny team? I wonder. Yeah. Well, the last time the heat won, it was. Do you know what this is? Ah, uh, no. You go for it. It was very small margins because it was decided by uh, Duckworth Lewis. Oh. It was rained out. Was that the one Tommy Benton did the fastest fifty? I can't remember. It must have been. Yeah. Surely. But we went on a bit of a run. It was against the Thunder when the lights turned out, wasn't it? Oh, maybe it was. But that was two years. That, that might have been, no, that might have been a couple of years back. Because yeah. I've got here, we've got Heat, Thunder, then there's a gap. 
I'm assuming that's the lights went out. That was a game where we were definitely going to lose, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was at like two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was at the Gabba. Yeah. And we just put a phone call into the groundsman <laughs> and just like, mate, can you turn the lights off? We've got no hope. <laughs> it was so good. Love it. Um, it's it, They're usually pr- pretty low scoring contests between the two, but both sides usually do better when they bat first against each other. Mm. Yeah, more runs. Yeah, more runs. Yeah. But looking here, we, we love to chase. Yeah, right. Really. Four wins, zero losses when we're chasing. And four wins. Oh, yeah, true. F- four wins, two when uh, batting first. No, no, both of their wins come from when they bat first. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Sorry. <clears throat> I must have got confused. Batting second, we have four wins. Yeah. Zero, lo- uh, zero losses. How? Two, two losses, though, right? Because they get two wins when they bat first, so that must be when we bat second. Maybe. Maybe this website I'm looking at is an absolute joke. No, I think I, we looked at the same <laughs> website. Maybe I'm just delusional. Ah, oh, jeez, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I know what you mean. No, that makes absolute sense. Batting if, first. Maybe that's like if you won the toss. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Um, Mate, we're going to have to investigate this further. You're a journalism student, needs to be you? an investigation. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon. It's ridiculous. Oh, anyway. Right. We'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah. We'll sort our lives out later. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the... Um, yeah, so that'll be... What are your thoughts for the game? Yeah, I mean, it'll be pretty exciting. Um, the the Thunder... I always love watching Uzi Bat. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, be, he's he's just a pleasure to watch, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's smooth as silk. Absolutely love it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it should be a good one. Callum Ferguson was in great form last year, and he's returning again. Um, you know, Benny cut, Cutting, you know, early in the season, he's versing his old team, Brendan Doggett as well, Queenslander. Mm. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how Brendan... Uh, not Brendan Doggett. Uh, how Benny Cutting goes. Um, you know, hopefully he can light it up as well, but not too much. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know, mate. I reckon it's uh, a pretty even little context. Oh, my main man, Alex Ross, is there. Yeah. Jeez, the sweepologist. Um, but yeah, what's your, what's your prediction? I think the Heat will get up. But just to clarify, um, Callum Ferguson is the captain, not Usman Khawaja. Oh, nice. Well researched. And um, yeah, so they've obviously got a, a good team. But I think the I'm, I'm being optimistic like you. I think the Heat will get up. Yeah, mate. Glass half full. Mm. Oh, look, last year we were like gung-ho to get into finals. Mm. And we lost, I think it was like five of the last six. Yeah. So hopefully we get a quick start again, but we can bring it home. It's going to make me vomit, though, seeing um, Katsi in, in the green. Oh, you reckon? Unnatural? The yeah. lime green? Yeah. No. Just, just, it'll just be sad. <laughs> oh, so what are you going to do to try and get over it, mate? Are you, what, are you, what are you doing to prepare yourself for when he rocks in? <laughs> I, I don't know yet. You don't know? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, have a think. You've got, you got, you got about a week, and a so, uh, week or so to, to get yourself together. Yeah. Anything else you want to chuck in there, mate? Well, Jason Sanger, a very talented young batsman. He's only 21 years old. Um, he's, he's, he's tipped for big things, so we'll see what he can do. Mm. And they're international. So they've got Sam Billings, it looks like. Uh, anyone else that's exciting? Alex Hales, he seems to, to crack a few up the top of the order, which is always exciting. And uh, who else? Adam Milne. Don't know who that bloke is. Did the Thunder beat us in that WBBL clash just recently? In this, they did. Yeah. Boo! So maybe it's a grudge match, just from that perspective. Yep. Sammy Joe Johnson, an old heat girl. Yeah. 
you know, she just was tight as, just couldn't get a run off the wicket. Um, but Laura commenced. She had a great game. Mate, she had a great season in the WBBL. So she really stood up again. Mm. You know, she was like average strike rate of like 200. Yeah. You know, she'd come in and just get us back in the game. But I think we lost like, you know, five for 12 or five for not much really um, yeah. to kind of collapse in the end. So that was a bit sad. So maybe it's a bit of revenge here for the bit extra in it for the fellas, um, getting a bit of revenge for the, for the women as well. Yeah. Cool, mate. Last off, not last off, second last predictions. Mm. So we're going to do this somewhat quick fire. Do you have all yours ready? Uh, yep. Now, we're looking at a few different categories. So highest run scorer, most sixes, most wickets, best economy, the sitting duck award, the person with the most ducks, where we think we'll Heat will finish on the ladder and who we think will be the BBL champions. I'll go through at yep. the top. So I'll... Say the category, you say who you think. Yep. Highest run scorer. Bold pick, Sammy Hazlitt. Oh, mate. Good one. I got Chris Lynn. Yep. But I thought for sure we were both going to say Chris Lynn. But, so my second person, I had Sammy Hazlitt. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, my sixes. Lenny. Lenny, yeah. I got Lenny. Who's your second? Yeah, uh, I didn't think. Oh, Pelly Max Bryant. Oh, mate. <laughs> Is that what you got? Yeah, mate. We're, we're totally in sync at the moment. Uh, most wickets. Yeah, Mark Steckity. I've got the big tuna. Yeah, right. Tuna in there. Uh, if... Swept some more than the way for a couple of games. Yeah. I had him in there as the, the top wicket. But um, I think these games he's going to miss towards the start might uh, do him a bit of harm. Yep. Best economy? Benny Lachlan, I said. Ooh. Yeah, nice. I got Majeeb. Yep. My main man. Uh, the sitting duck. Most ducks. I went with Linny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I, I mean, he is second all time. Oh, for ducks? Yeah, mate. I said it before. We're not listening. True. Sorry. Mate. Oh, wake up, Jack. Uh, yeah, what were we going to say, though? I thought that was just in the in the games between the stars. That was in general, was it? Yeah, no, that was in general. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah, because yeah, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, a lot of the you know the big big guys. Um, sitting duck for me was Max Bryant. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I had him right up there because he comes in and he just like goes for it. So yeah. if he does that again, you know, opens himself up to being a bit vulnerable. Mm. Where do you reckon we'll finish in the ladder? I had us third. Ooh, nice finals. I also had us. I sneaking into the finals, but I yep. got us fourth. Yep. So, uh, good to see we're both locking us in for finals time. And BBL champion? Oh, I had us as the champ. Oh, Jack! <laughs> oh, mate. Mate, I love it. Mate, I thought I was going to be the glass half full person here, but uh, <laughs> I've got the LH strikers. Yeah. Uh, so, who are we going to beat in the finals, mate? Let's go with the strikers. You reckon with the strikers? Yeah. No, right. I don't like the strikers. I reckon it'll be us versus the Thunder in the final. Oh. Yeah, right. So you just previewed one of the early grunge matches that's mm. going to lead to the uh, the BBL final. Mm. I actually think that the Stars are going to make the final again and uh, be runners-up again. Uh, so that means that one of those is going to have to knock off the heat, in my opinion. But we'll see what happens. We'll revisit these in the last episode, see how we went. Uh, good to see we have some synergy, but also some conflict and tension. Mm. Uh, but the moment we've all been waiting for. We've been waiting a whole week for this, Jack. But it's the all-star team. So just a reminder, it's your opportunity to choose. Do you have like a little jingle or something set for this? Oh, I do not. But just to keep the suspense going before, before we get to that moment, uh, what was the, uh, the third last category of our prediction? Third last. Uh, sitting duck. Jeez. <laughs> oh, anyway. oh, mate. We're coming to the all-star team now. I'll just bring my team. I'll just get my team yeah, up. get your team ready. Look. Again, picking the All-Stars. So the players that get the most votes through this competition are going to make our inaugural All-Star team for the mm. Heat. It's a bit of the 10th anniversary thing. So definitely jump on the website and pick your All-Star team. Share who you've got. 
we'll share our pictures on the Facebook page. Uh, happy to receive comments and commentary um, as to what you guys think. But uh, Jacko, you ready? Yeah, it's probably a little bit similar to yours. There's a few um, no-brainers in there, but I've got um, Hados and Brendan McCallum opening. Then Chrissy Lynn in that first drop. Then Joe Burns at four. Peter Forrest at five. Wee, Forrest. Jimmy Hopes at six. Yes. Mate, the only reason I left Jimmy Hope, uh, James Hopes out, yeah. he had a strike rate of about 106. True. So I was looking at it being like, no, But he's just pace. a servant of the game, mate. He bowls, he bats, he fields, <sighs> and he, he coaches in, now. He was in the win. Assistant coach. Yeah, no, he's, he's a good pick. Good choice. Dan Vittori at seven. Uh-huh. Ben Cutting at eight. Even though I wasn't the biggest fan of him when he was here as a as a player, but he's a seems like a top fella. Wait, so you're saying before that you're going to be crying seeing him in the lime green, and yeah. you're like, yeah, I wasn't really a fan of him. No, I mean I like him, but I, I you always just like he comes on, gets whacked for sixes, <laughs> or like, but he he's capable of the big moments, isn't he? That's true. Yeah. But yes, very frustrating at times. At nine, I had Alistair McDermott. Wee. Look at that. Oh, you're just sitting here with like a cheeky grin. He was there for the for the win, wasn't he? Alistair McDermott. What in BBL two? Yeah. Well, he might have been. Jeez, I don't know. I'll have to look that one up. Or maybe he came after. Uh, then I had Ryan Harris at ten. Oh, see, Harris was one of those. I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Choosing this team without Ryan Harris. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Mitch Swepson in eleven. Swepo. Nathan Reardon, twelfth man. Oh, nice, Rito. Yeah, he was always pretty solid, mate. Mm. And did you have any uh, notable omissions? Um, oh, I can't think of uh, who was who. Who do you, who am I missing? Uh, I was just trying to bring up the page. So no, not Heat All Stars. I don't want the Miami Heat. No one cares about them. Um, Brisbane Heat. Uh, is it is it Luke Pomerbash? Oh yeah, I yeah. thought I I definitely considered Lukey. Yeah, he was definitely floating around. Um, as part of the you know the conversation with the the initial ones being being unloaded, but Shane Watson was featuring in the the current fans votes. Yeah, right. Um, but I reckon that you know they're just operating off different things. When you play one game, can you really put them in an all star team? Yeah, well, I'm a big Watto fan, but that's why I didn't put him in my team. I yeah. think Nathan Horitz was another one I didn't have in, but my memories of him are just him getting tonked. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, that's fair enough. I mean, I think he was a bit weak in the, the fielding area as well, but yeah, um, yeah. But, but that's 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 pretty key. But I mean, he did play a bit of Test cricket, so he's certainly a good player. Yeah. Oh, Dan Christian, you didn't have him in your team. Yeah. Not a fan. He he's another one. He was he was good for the Heat, wasn't he? Yeah, he was um, pretty solid. Mate, the other one that I thought I'd say, Matty Renshaw. Oh yeah, mate. You were telling her how much he's your favourite player. He is, but he hasn't. He, he's not been a like we're talking Matty Hayden. We're talking the legends of of, of cricket. Legends of cricket. All right, how I many love, games I did love... Matty Hayden play for the Heat? <laughs> yeah, but he's Matty Hayden. Mate. <laughs> I know we were bringing him for the culture I, stuff, didn't we? I do love Matt Renshaw, but mm. I just feel like his contribution to the Heat as of yet is not good enough to oust James Hopes from my side. Oh, nice. No, mate, you've got a good good. Uh, and I wanted to be a little bit it. different from you too. Like Peter Forrest, I thought, was a, a player that didn't get your recognition. Well, that's true. <laughs> he played for Australia, didn't he? Oh, potentially. Came in at, at the T20s in the one-day cricket. Oh, did he? You know, I didn't, you know, there was a big gap between me watching... You know, T20s on a regular basis. Because oh, yeah. it came in, I remember watching Ricky Ponting hit like 97 or 96 in mm. the first T20 that Australia played. 
I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the first one. And then there was a bit of a gap there. Gee, oh, that would have been eight, that would have been like 2003 or 2004. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Oh, I reckon it would maybe 2002 or three yeah. potentially because I was still living in Perth at that point. Yeah, I think the gap. I think it started in 2003, so probably then. Yeah, I remember watching it in my boxer shorts, mm. having a great time. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, jeez, can't remember, mate. Oh, that's it. Domestic T20. So BBL versus international T20s. Thoughts. What would you prefer? What do you follow more? What means more to you, Jack? I actually would prefer to watch um, BBL domestic over over like Australia versus India. Mm. Is well, it, is was that, that the question? Or that was is it, the question. Yeah. yeah. Would, would you rather yeah international or watch you know the BBL? Yeah, BBL. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. What about if it's the World Cup? World Cup versus BBL. Actually, I think on general, I'd maybe I'd probably watch um, international. But if it was the Heat playing, I'd rather watch that. Yeah, right. Like, I don't have much care for the Strikers versus the Hurricanes. Like, no. I, I'd, I'd watch it and enjoy it, <laughs> but I'd much rather England versus India. Yeah, right. True. True. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big like. I just, the, uh, you know, international cricket every other day of the week, uh, tests and um, whatever, uh, one day games. But yeah, the big bash. I just think it's just a premier competition. I think because I love the heat and I want to see, you know, what's kind of happening in other games as well piques my interest. Whereas, you know, the international stuff lacks a bit of, lacks a bit of depth. Do you reckon it's a it's a better comp quality wise than the IPL? Oh, that's a big question. To be honest, I haven't seen enough IPL to make a decision. But, you know, I reckon the talent we have here, you know, domestically, you know, the domestic because essentially it comes down to the domestic players, doesn't it? Like the ones that are, you know, your stalwarts in the team because the internationals seem to go kind of go to most places. But probably the biggest difference is that you got all. All the biggest names in the IPL. Yeah, it's crazy, hey. Yeah, but I mean, I think Australian grounds and all that kind of stuff are like purpose built for for a bit of T Twenty. Can you imagine if like Coley played in the in the Big Bash? Oh, I'd be nuts. Who would he play for? Um, would be, would he's be probably a bit stars? of a Sixes man. Are you going to be a Sixes? <laughs> You'd love to see Coley in the hot pink. <laughs> no, um, yeah, maybe Sixes. I yeah. reckon. Yeah, right. Well, Brett Lee played for the Sixers, so yeah. they've probably got a big Indian following. Yeah, that connection. Yeah, yeah. They, they all love Brett Lee. <laughs> yeah. um, Have you seen his movie? No, no, mate. Do you follow like every cricketer's uh, <laughs> the little, cultural? Yeah, cultural uh, escapades. <laughs> you know, what, what do you think of when you think of now of Brett Lee? I Inter- think I think of my favourite player. Oh, he's your favourite player. I <laughs> know. Oh, it sounds like I say everyone's my favourite player, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, mate. I reckon we need to have a uh, all-star Jack's favourite players team. But Brett, Brett is definitely top of the list. Yeah. I mean, I can't get him out of my head with that yoga ad. Oh, really? You know when he's like doing uh, a bit of, you know, Warrior 2 and the, the yeah, cleaners yeah. clear? Yeah, yeah. It just uh, hurts my brain. Yeah, we might uh, wrap things up here on the Fired Up podcast. Uh, we hope you've had a fun time listening to us. I'm sure Oh, we've both had a fun time. Uh, yeah, mate, it's been great talking to you and um, make sure you like the fired up podcast on facebook and follow us on twitter at heat fired up we got twitter now yeah mate it's exciting yeah. facebook and twitter yeah we're going all out we're taking keep, over the world keep an eye out for a post on every monday asking for um your questions and send them through on that post comment on it and we'll discuss them on the show the best way to follow the podcast is or to listen to this podcast is to subscribe to the Phoenix Radio podcast channel on uh, your favourite app. You can get it on Spotify or 
iTunes or, or whatever. Or wherever you get them. Or wherever you get your podcast. Any good podcast app. Yeah, absolutely. What's the old th- any good bookstore? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Anyway, thanks for joining us, Heat fans. Have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time. High-achieving Year 12 students who put the University of Southern Queensland first on their QTAC application could become rewarded. Automatic scholarships up to $29,000 are on offer. Make USQ your first choice and join the number one university in Australia for graduate starting salary. Visit usq.edu.au slash become rewarded for more details.